Listeners, I know that you sometimes feel like your home is bursting with the boundless energy of your boys. Mine has been for a very long time. We want to tell you about Home Threads, where style meets the wild adventures of raising boys. At HomeThreads.com, you can find a collection of uh, furniture and home accessories designed to meet the needs of your growing boy family. They have everything from durable bunk beds to upscale gaming tables. You can turn your home into an attractive, durable playground, believe it or not. Uh, Janet and I both love their baking dishes. Solid, beautiful, functional. Anything you need for your home, you can likely find on homethreads.com, and we have a discount code for you. Go to homethreads.com slash onboys. You can get a code for 15% off your first order, because every leap, laugh, and loud moment deserves a space that embraces the chaos with style. Home Threads, love where you live. Hello and welcome to On Boys, real talk about parenting, teaching, and reaching tomorrow's men. We're your co-hosts, Jennifer L.W. Fink and Janet Allison. We are living in extraordinary times. My phone is reminding me today that today is the first day of my kids' spring break, which seems just anti where my head is at right now like uh, it is spring break but like a lot of you a few days ago we got the message that basically the kids are going to be home indefinitely life is different than it was a week ago it's very different than it was a month ago and really different from six months ago and so Janet and I have decided to do this special bonus episode because we just wanted to touch base with you see where your heads are at and share some suggestions to help you get through this time. And know that we are thinking about all of you out there. And, and you know, on the upside, maybe you have more time to listen to podcasts. Yep. You may well have more time to listen to podcasts. I think that a lot of us are going to be discovering podcasts, TV shows, books, the games that we don't often have time to play. I don't want to be Pollyanna about this because this is a tough time and it's challenging, but there's opportunity here for families to reconnect. Absolutely. And as you said, it is unprecedented times and to keep in mind, especially when we can spin out into the future, is that this is temporary. We don't know how long the temporary is, but we do know this is temporary the thing is, we get to choose how we want to respond to it. Our kids are going to look back at this moment, much like my kids look back at 9-11 as a pivotal time in their biography. Your kids are going to look back at this time as a pivotal time. And are they going to remember that, whoa, we got to build forts and play outside all day or, or what? So you get to choose how your inner response is and choose how you're going to create a family environment that is positive and hopefully minimal stress-filled. So I homeschooled 
and worked from home for seven and a half years. I feel a little bit like I have a head start here because of that. Because while everybody is sort of freaking out about, ah, how am I going to do this? I'm like, been there, done that. We all survived. Here is my number one tip for everybody. Lower your expectations. Lower them and then probably lower them some more. Mm -hmm. You are not going to be as efficient working from home if that's not what you routinely do. You're going to have tech issues. It's going to be a little bit frustrating. That's okay because everybody is going through this. Nobody's going to be operating at full capacity. Lower your expectations. I know that you have all seen some of the schedules going around and schedules and routines are great. And it's not at all a bad idea to kind of find a rhythm and a flow for your days. But if you need to park your kid in front of Disney Plus and stream Frozen 2 all day today, that's go for okay. It. Yep. Go for it. Yeah, but make sure they get outside too. I'm a big yeah. proponent of balance everything out with outside time and we'll really be encouraging that. I was telling Jen, I went for a walk yesterday and I saw more people out walking yesterday afternoon in Portland. Granted, the sun was out, so that does make a difference. But, you know, people are out walking and they're enjoying the first signs of spring and that's different. I haven't been in my car for three days. That's different. So looking at the positives, these are great things. And I think to getting yourself a routine, figuring out a rhythm, and it can be loose and it can change so that your kids know what's coming next. They can know a little bit what to expect. And it really is helpful if you have them help build a routine, a loose routine and schedule for your days. Years ago, I was part of a group that was working on a book about emergency homeschooling. And this was inspired by Hurricane Katrina, which happened years ago, displaced many families and threw off, you know, a whole bunch of <laughs> plans, just yeah. like right now. The woman that was working on that with me, she's been creating some great infographics and resources, which we can share in our show notes. But she also found what I wrote for them in oh, 2012, fun. part of it. It's such a glimpse of a day. We don't follow a predictable schedule, math at nine, followed by phonics at 10. But reading math, science, social studies, health are woven into the threads of the day. And I talked about, too, that our days follow a pattern. And it, that this was our pattern then. Computer time, breakfast and chores in the morning, story time, quiet time and game time after lunch, out in the afternoon, and a book at bed. And that is as much of a rhythm, much of a routine as you need to create. You know, mm -hmm. you don't have to do math at 10, phonics at 11 kind of thing. So that's a beautiful, just a, an overview of here's where we can plug things in. The kids know when to expect, oh, quiet times coming after lunch or whatever. Right. So to have that, make it big and put it on the fridge. So every And it's okay if it takes you a while to find your rhythm and to find your flow. Don't expect that you're going to do this tomorrow. You can come up with some ideas and you're going to experiment with it and you're going to adapt it to your family and your family's needs as you figure out what works. Mm -hmm. We are kind of chuckling before we started recording about how many things there are online that you can access now for your kids. And it's kind of like information overload right now. You can 
color museum drawings. You can visit a zoo. You can do science projects. There's somebody who's going to be doodling online and showing your child how to doodle. So this is a great time to figure out what your kids' interests are. You Mm -hmm. already know what they are, but it's like, okay, let's go find out more about that thing. Our schools, either now or in a few weeks, are moving to online teaching and learning. You know, that's going to be everybody making it up as they go along. Mm -hmm. The teachers did not plan to be delivering learning that way this year. Uh, The students didn't plan to be learning that way. Everybody has varying access, internet speeds. It's going to be a challenge. And I want to tell parents, don't freak out about your kid keeping up with the class. Because here's the truth. This is disrupting everybody's learning. And when the kids go back to school, whenever that happens, they're going to have to go back and cover some things and catch up because that's reality. Not all kids will learn well through online learning. Not all kids will have access to it or somebody to help them with it. So your big concern right now is just support your kids and your family. Do what you can to support your family's health and well-being and incorporate everyday learning opportunities. Yeah. Don't freak out too much about their online lessons. Do what you can to support them, but that's not what's most important right now. This is really an opportunity to reset. It's an opportunity for your kids to reset around school. It's an opportunity for you to reset. And I love that you said at the beginning, you know, lower your expectations, but it's, it's a chance for all of us to like, get our nervous system settled down, get more sleep, have some relaxed time. And you know, your child, if they are in an environment where they're not feeling stress, they are resetting and they're going to go back to school so much more ready to learn and probably be able to learn more quickly because they have been reset. They've had downtime and time to be in nature and time to explore their own interests. I I mean, I just feel like, oh, we can all just settle a little bit. You know, you can see me laughing, but the only reason why I'm laughing over here is because I know my children really well. And I know that my children thrive with this kind of learning. And I know for a fact that my Sam is going to hate going back to school, school. I was thinking about that first day. He is going to hate it because (laughs) this is the kind of learning that he thrives with. So uh, again, lower your expectations. Your kid may not reset and do well when he goes back to school. It's okay. Yeah. When we say lower your expectations, I also very specifically mean lower your expectations for your house and housekeeping. Now, yeah, we're going to be disinfecting things But in terms of like creative clutter and couch cushions all over the house and forts, you mentioned that before, let it go. Let it all happen. Yeah. And part of that too is what you can tolerate. Yeah. You know, if it's too much for you, then you got to manage that too, because you don't want to make yourself crazy. That leads us to self-care and how important it is to manage your energy just, you know, what you're putting off. If you're really stressed about money and your work and all of the adult things, your kids will pick up on that stress. 
And so that really has to be managed. Otherwise, you're going to see the results in their behavior. So taking that, even just three minutes to just sit quietly, take a deep breath, just be still and find the things that nourish you. Hopefully you already have some in your routine, but give yourself grace, messy house. Sure. If you can handle that. I mean, I live by myself and I'm looking at my house going, wow, this is okay. I need to make it a point every evening to just pick up all the art projects, the things I've been doing all day and be focused in that way. So whatever, you know, whatever level of tolerance you have for that. Also, you have to ask for help. If you need help, if you need that connection every day with your best girlfriend, say, hey, can we plan a Zoom call every day? Can we talk on the phone while we go for, each of us go for a walk? Somehow make sure that you're staying connected with other people. I think virtual coffee dates are going to be a great idea. One of the things that Janet and I have both ended up loving working on this podcast together is that we get to see each other because we use Zoom and we talk about what's going on in our lives while drinking coffee before we record. Mm-hmm. I really value that part, Janet. I do too. It's so, yes, I do too. So, and you might be in Portland and I'm in Wisconsin, but while we're doing that, it is a very real human connection. Yeah. Yeah. So important. And think about the other people in your world and in your family that you can connect in that way with. Uh, your parents, your, I have a date later on with my niece who is in kindergarten, who is going to practice her reading with me. A FaceTime date. A FaceTime date. Yes. So getting creative and I see people getting creative online about how to connect. And one way that I'm connecting with my community is through singing. I was on last night singing. We've got singing dates planned for the rest of this week. So there's ways to be out in the world while also being at home. You know what I think is kind of funny about this whole thing? The kids are way ahead of the adults here. So the kids who for months and years have been connecting and socializing while playing video games connected with the headphones. Yeah. Yes, that is socialization. That is a great way to connect with your friends, especially during this time when we shouldn't be seeing each other in person. The kids who have the group texts and chats on Snapchat and every Instagram. Yes, perfect. Great way to socialize right now. It is kind of ironic, isn't it? It is. Like as parents, a year ago, we're like, oh, these damn kids, get off that. Can you please stop making all this noise in the living room while I'm trying to whatever? And now really, that's a pretty great skill set they have to be able to connect in those ways mm-hmm. and that they have the technology. So I think we are all going to learn different ways of connecting and communicating. And we're going to grow through this. Absolutely. What are some ways that people can reach out for support if they need it, Janet? I know you support families. I do. And I, I want to highlight that this isn't all great. And just as we're seeing in society, the cracks 
are showing up in our health system, in our social support system. And you may be feeling like the cracks are showing up in your family, the cracks that have been there or that are appearing and you're like, I don't know what to do. Here's the thing. As much as we're telling you this is an opportunity and to embrace that as much as you can, I'm realistic. We all know that when the whole family is together for an extended period of time, we get on each other's nerves. Mm -hmm. And your kids who were bickering last week over who knows what, that's not going to stop just because there's a global pandemic. Your kids are going to continue to irritate each other and you. And you might need or want some help dealing with that. Yeah. If it's really bad, absolutely call your mental health professional. Absolutely. And if you are ready to do a little more work or you need some support, some strategies, maybe you're ready to look at some of those underlying issues, those cracks, I encourage you to sign up for a breakthrough session with me. And I am waiving the fee for those sessions. We spend about 40, 50 minutes on the phone and we will discover some of the underlying issues. If you just go to the strategy first, it's like you're glossing over what's Mm -hmm. really going on. So this Mm -hmm. is an opportunity to look a little bit deeper and not that we won't talk about strategies, but it's Oh, identifying who, what's, what is underneath that and using this time as, oh, I can look at this a little more closely and I have time to practice and implement some new language perhaps. I'm offering breakthrough sessions. You can get on my calendar. I have lots of time on my calendar right now since I've had talks and conferences canceled. So, hey, I'm here. You're there. Let's connect. You can schedule a call with me at boysalive.as.me. M as in Mary. That's boysalive.as.me. And I will put that link in the show notes. So if you need to, you can pop over there, click on it, and it will take you directly there. Yes. And, you know, so often we as parents don't take the time to really dig in and get at those root causes because, frankly, we don't have the time. Mm -hmm. We are so busy just keeping all the plates up in the air, going to work, getting the kids to practice, trying to find time to get food, to make food, all of that. Okay, your schedule has just opened up. There's no school, there's no practices. So now really is a good time to do some of those things that you've always been too busy to do. Maybe you dig deeper into what's going on with my family or what's going on with me. Now's the time. Yeah, now's the time. You know, I saw a, of course, scrolling through social media and I do want to say to our listeners It's a really good idea to maybe pick one or two times a day to hop onto social media because constant scrolling is just amplifying the fear factor and raising your stress level. And it it will be there. It's not going anywhere. And you don't have to read every article or tap into every quick video. Give yourself a break. It is so crucial that you manage your media consumption right now because it's often repetitive and we know that at an intellectual level, but it also heightens our stress. And so just 
give yourself that break. It is absolutely okay. One of the things I did hear about, you know, the whole staying home that I thought was really important and that my nurse, my daughter, the nurse has been encouraging me, mom, you stay home for other people. You're not staying home for yourself. And this is what this man said of just, you're staying home as a service to others. You know, we talk a lot on this podcast about teaching emotional awareness and empathy to boys. And it is not easy. I am saying this as a parent of teen boys who's been at this for a long time. And I am still working on helping my kids, frankly, understand coronavirus and why they should take this seriously, even though, yeah, they're young, they will probably be fine. I hear from parents all the time how bath time can be such an ordeal. And yet bath time can be really fun. In fact, here in the very cold winter, we use bath time as an activity. Dabble and Dollop has got this dialed in because they have bath products that are not only natural, healthy, free of toxins, all the things we want for our kids, but they're fun. Jen, you said when your boys were young, they loved to make potions. My son Tyler had so much fun mixing things together, making potions, recipes. He would have loved Dabble and Dollop's Day at the Beach bath mixing set because it's a collection of soap scents and a little mixing thing and your kids can combine scents and make their own creations. It is exactly the kind of thing that can turn bath time into a fun, enjoyable, creative endeavor instead of just a fight. And I will say the bubbles have been bow tested in the bathtub and they last. They stay bubbles for a long time. Dabble and Dollop has everything from bath time shampoos, bubble baths, body washes, conditioners, lotions, bath bombs, bath toys and accessories. There's so many things to explore at Dabble and Dollop. Go to dabbleanddollop.com slash onboys to get 20% off your first order. That's dabbleanddollop.com slash onboys, 20% off for being an onboys listener. There's going to be a teaching of empathy through all of this and learning to think about other people. That's an inherent lesson we are all going to learn. And we are learning in ways, very concrete ways, that we are all connected. Yeah. yeah. We are all connected. For good, for bad, things can spread and we have to be conscious of that. But I have also been really inspired by the human capability to be creative and resilient, even in face of hardships. We've all seen now, you know, some of the videos of people singing from balconies in Italy. I saw one yesterday from Spain where an exercise instructor got up on the rooftop of his building and he led an exercise routine that everybody else is doing from their balconies. Nice. Share some of these fun ones with your kids because who knows, they may think of the next fun thing to do. They may think of a fun thing to do in your neighborhood Mm -hmm. in innovative way to connect. And remember, they're often ahead of us on technology. There may be live streaming, all kinds of fun things with their friends. Encourage that creativity. And also, you know, as a project, there is, remember snail mail? Like you put a stamp on an envelope. Your kids Mm. can write letters. They can... 
send cards. I have a dear friend that is in an assisted living. She's not having visitors right now. I'm trying to send her cards more often so that she does have that connection. She doesn't have FaceTime or Zoom. So think about those people in your life that you can reach out to in a little different way. I sent flowers just as a... I know. My friend had that idea. I thought, oh, that's brilliant. So I sent her flowers. Yeah. So here's my idea I had today um, with writing made me think about this. This is the homeschool mom and me talking too. Some of you may be familiar with the I Survived series of books. They're put out by Scholastic. They're all pegged to like historical events and disasters. So like I survived Gettysburg. I survived 9-11. I survived, you know, World War II, Hurricane Katrina. And they're short little um, historical fiction books. My Sam loves them, or at least loved them. He might be a little beyond them now. And they're written, you know, first person. They're written through the eyes of a child who was alive and was experiencing that. Encourage your children, especially the boys who love those books, to jot down a diary of this time. What are they seeing? What are they feeling? What is happening in their neighborhood? Because this is a historic time that we are living through. And a journalist friend was pointing that out. Like right now, it's just the very biggest stories that are being told. And later there's going to be stats and crunching of numbers. And we have a lot of science we need to learn. But in years to come, people are going to want to know the stories. How did this really affect people in their daily lives? So that's just a simple, short little thing you can do. You can give your son a notebook and say, hey, just jot down what's going on in the neighborhood and we'll see what happens. And a year from now, we'll look back and go, wow, we lived through that. And we're closer because of it. And we've learned X, Y, Z because of it. And so really looking at this as an opportunity, looking at the the cup is half full, the cup is overflowing and recognizing, yeah, and you're going to have your moments when you're tearing your hair out and you are sick of it. And we're early on in the self-isolation phase in another week. Who knows? But we're here. We're here to support you. We have our Facebook groups, You lots of positive help in there, building boys and boys alive. And if you're feeling that you really need some one-on-one support, I am here. I am a family coach. I will support you. Schedule a breakthrough session with me and we will just get it handled and get you the support that you need. You absolutely are not alone. We're here. What are some of the things that you are looking forward to doing this week? I have, so the way I've kept track of things is I have, I put out two weeks squares for two weeks on a piece of paper. I'll take a picture and we'll put it in the show notes. You're way too organized for me, but go, I'm curious. (laughs) I don't have kids at home, Jen. (laughs) Oh yeah, that makes a difference. I just have to manage myself. So I just jotted down in each square today, I want to drink water, craft, read, work, go for a walk, do yoga. And when I do those things, because I have all my colored pencils and stuff out, I just color over it and it makes a nice, nice. bright, little, shiny little paper. So nice. that's the way, you know, that's just the way I'm making sure that I'm 
checking the boxes for myself. Yep. Well, one of the things I'm looking forward to this week, I, I know I have to prioritize getting outside and taking walks. And I love that that is something that is totally appropriate. And yes, please do that right now. Um, so I'm going to do that. And uh, we have all the ingredients in the fridge for monkey bread right now, which is a fun uh, dessert kind of thing. So I think I'm going to convince a kid to help me do that today. Mm -hmm. And probably all you parents know this already, but Disney Plus uh, has released Frozen 2. Frozen 2 is out. My Sam, my youngest, who loved Frozen 1, wouldn't go see Frozen 2 with me because now he's 14. So he went with a friend and I haven't gotten to see it yet. So I saw him this morning and I'm like, Sam, we got to watch that now. And so he went up to me and said, if we're going to watch it, we got to watch Frozen 1 first. We're going to do a whole marathon. And I think we're going to do that Wednesday or Thursday night, make some homemade pizza and uh, just go through Frozen. That sounds awesome. We'd love to hear your ideas, share your ideas, Go to the show notes posted in the comments or posted in the Facebook groups because I know you are creative, our dear listeners, and I'm sure there's some amazing things happening. Pictures are great. Let's see what you're creating in this time, in this unprecedented and temporary time that we live in. We wish you well. You're in our hearts. We're thinking about you every day. Thanks for joining us. We are Jennifer L.W. Fink and Janet Allison, and we are here to support you in parenting and teaching tomorrow's men.